Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris, and today's co-host, Ben. Hey, hey, hey. And you know us, we're just a washed-up goalie and a washed-up comedian that do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey games, news, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Ben, to start off today's podcast, we would like to welcome special guest of the USPHL's Ogden Mustangs, Stanford Zito. Stanford, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, ta- <laughs> thanks for taking the time during the offseason to jump on the podcast. Yeah, it's been been a wild season so far. It has been, man, and it was it was a blast to watch. What I remembered about you from the season was I was sitting in the Roddy Row because that's where I love to sit, and you just laid out a guy right in front of me and then just stood over him as he was getting back up. <laughs> I was just, this Zito kid just threw that big old hit. So it's really awesome to get you on the show here. So that said, tell us a little bit about your hockey life, you and your hockey life. Um, so growing up uh, out of Salt Lake, just uh, my dad played hockey his whole life. Um, my mom was a figure skater. So they just wanted to get the family to skate. And uh, next thing I knew, I was playing hockey, fell in love with the game and here we are. That's awesome. So where were we playing hockey originally? Um, around Utah, I just played Junior Grizzlies, Park City. And then after my U14 season, I went over to Colorado, played for the Colorado Rampage and that organization. Then this last season, came back to Utah and played for the Mustangs. I, do you like basketball? No. I'm Okay, thank God. Good. Like, so I can make fun of it hockey. now. Thank you. And that's what I said, basketball and people going to March Madness. I'm like, you know what? Basketball and March Madness would be cooler if it was played on ice with skates, sticks, and pucks. I just can't stand basketball. So if, as long as it's on ice, man, it's a, it's a hell of a sport. Considering your family kind of got you on the ice and got you into hockey and growing up here in Salt Lake City, what's your favorite hockey team and why? Um, Colorado Avalanche. Um, first NHL game I ever went to about 10 years ago. Just fell in love with them right there do you remember who they played yeah they played then the phoenix coyotes i remember paul stastny had a hat trick he was the yeah. first star of the game um i think it was joe sackick's last season so it was it was pretty great and now he's managing a hell of a team right there man sackick not only had the hockey skill but he has the hockey smarts too yeah he's doing great with what they've got going on over there i mean i'm hoping that they can ride it all the way out they were, yeah, they were one of my favorites this season to 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 go after the cup. I picked Vegas overall because you had to pick one, but uh, Colorado, I think, man, I, I still picked them. I think number one in the NHL, but I didn't pick them to win the cup. Um, that was an older podcast, but no, the, your team right now is just the goaltending situation still needs to be somewhat figured out, right? Yeah, it's a little weird. They've got a, uh, I mean, they just brought in Dubnik, which I don't know what he's going to be doing there. But Back up. I don't know. I mean. Francois has been doing pretty good, and Grubauer has been doing pretty good, so who knows? Ruby. Well, you got, like, right now in net, you've got, uh, I think Dubnik was brought in because he's a really solid backup, and he can play a lot of good games and steal a lot of wins for you, and I think Francois, did, didn't he get injured? Isn't he on long-term injured reserve, I think, right now? I think he got I injured. I honestly have no idea. Uh, I think I think he, they just announced he got injured, which is great that you have Dubnik, and then you guys took uh, Jonas Johansson from Buffalo, which... The, you know, good luck. He, yeah. you know, he still needs time to develop. Seriously, he just, you know, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he's he'll young. He'll be on Grizzly soon. Yeah, who knows? I'll just do a quick shout out to my favorite Avalanche player. I don't know, it's Stanford. If you got to see him that game, Patrick Waugh, was he already gone by then? Yeah, he was already gone. Ah, too bad. He yeah. was one of the reasons the Avalanche were always my number two. 
<laughs> just wait for Patrick Watt to be on a bench and start threatening to beat down Bruce Boudreaux and see where that conversation he, he, goes. He can beat me up anytime, but not a lot of people get the opportunity to play professionally so close to home. What's that like being a professional athlete where you're not that far from so many friends and family? Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, my my mom's side of the family, they're all from Ogden, so I get to see family at games all the time. It's really weird to just think that there's actually fans there paying money to watch me play hockey. No, it's awesome. And honestly, we do. And we, we love paying to watch you guys play because, first of all, the tickets for Ogden are reasonable. That's one thing that people, I think, unaware of uh, leagues like the USPHL and such. And the, the tickets are reasonable. People, I, I think, sometimes think of pro sports and they're thinking NHL prices and you don't have to spend $70, $80 to go to a game. You know, you can spend 10 20 30 bucks go to a game and, you know, the food and, and beverages are reasonably priced and it's really good, passionate hockey. Now, I'm a Grizzlies fan as well, living here for so long, but we went to a Grizzlies game this year. And maybe it's because of the arena or whatever it was because of COVID, but it just doesn't have the same vibe. Once you kind of get into a team like the Mustangs, it's a, I don't know, I think the passion of the fan base for the Ogden Mustangs is just a notch above. Sorry, Utah Grizzlies, but it's a, it's a massive notch above the Utah Grizzlies right now. They're really fun games to attend and you guys, you can see the passion on the ice. And I think that's why it stands out. Yeah, there's uh I mean, I went to a Grizzlies game this season, and it just did not feel the same at all. I mean, I was getting more amped up. I mean, obviously, I'm more biased towards the Mustangs, but I was getting more amped up to watch our games than I was getting amped up to watch a Grizzlies game. And it's just one of the things, if, if our listeners out there, you can also check their games on Hockey TV, which is guys are playing away or there's a game I can't attend. You know, I can watch those on Hockey TV. And I tell you, especially as an unfortunate Sabres fan here, if I have to choose between watching Buffalo and Ogden, it's it's always Ogden. I think a big part of that is being here locally, but also because I've gotten so kind of connected with your, your with your team this year. And I think that's what the fans realize. A lot of the Mustangs fans feel a lot more connected with the team here. I've got Ben right here over in D.C. and people in Canada and New York and, and other parts of the world going, yeah, I'm actually, I've got hockey TV now and I watch the Mustangs because you talk about them and it's like, yeah, they're you guys are a blast to watch, so it's super cool that that you know get you get to have that experience and you know actually have your family there. That's a, I think the extra I think the extra awesome factor is your family can be in the crowd to see the just a passion of the fan base and even a restricted COVID season here with the limited seating, the games are constantly selling out. When COVID's lifted and that arena is full, man, is that a blast! So Stanford, like, do you ever look up in the stands and there's somebody like that surprises you like a like a friend from school or a random local person that, you know, um, I think there was one game that um, my grandparents were actually there and given COVID and everything um, that actually I was really surprised to see them up in the stands. Does that does that make you feel like more pressure or does that like energize you to perform even more? Uh, that just lights a fire under my butt, basically. <laughs> gets me going awesome the games for the mustangs are just a blast to be at and should they want to go next season and COVID still occurring honestly the rowdy row is the way to go because you're away from the crowd which is a big reason i decided that hey it's the best seat in the house it really is but you're also away from the crowd you get to have your own table you get you get to have chairs you're right there behind the ice you get to see all the action 
and there's minimal contact. The only people you're generally coming in contact with is literally the, the, the staying staff. You're dealing with Kenny and Nick and, and anyone else there behind the bench. Those are the only people that are really passing by you the whole time you're there. So it's kind of a, it's more of a COVID happy space, so to speak, for anyone that's listening that wants Roddy Row again. The best seats in the house. Ben had some interesting questions to ask here, and actually, I'm going to let Ben ask some of the in- more interesting ones. He he decided to tap in here. Well, so so Stanford. One of the things I think is super cool to talking to somebody like yourself. You're a rising talent, man. When I was 18, trying to get my stuff together, I felt like Peter Parker a little bit. You know, like you got to do school, you got to do jobs. I can only imagine like what it's like for you. So I'm I'm really curious. Like, what's been the hardest part? Uh, adjusting to the life of a professional athlete, which you're living right now? Um, honestly, for me, juggling school and hockey has probably been the hardest thing. Um, where we're skating every day, and then at the same time, we're also having to do homework and stay ahead in all of our classes. Um, that's been easily the hardest part. And okay. how does that how does that work? Do you guys like is there like uh do you do I imagine you don't have a schedule to actually go to classes every day. Is it like a specialized program or, or like what kind of classes do you attend? Um so I'm actually doing it all online. So I just log in every day, um, do my assignments for that day and then just submit them like that. It's interesting because like, you know, so many students across the country are doing that because of because of quarantine right now. And it's, it seems like that probably lines up pretty well. Any tips for anyone else trying to get into the lifestyle to prepare themselves for that kind of balance? Um, don't get behind in your school. I mean, stay on top of that. That's going to be the biggest thing. Uh, once you get behind it, just it's a snowball effect. Any class in particular that was most interesting to you this year? Um, probably physics. Um, oh, I mean, man. I'm a little bit of a science nerd. Um, Yeah, physics has just been crazy. Just learning how everything works in this world. See, I remember, I I think I took physics in in 12th grade. Or for Canadians, grade 12. But I think I took physics in 12th grade. I can't remember anymore, man. I'm I'm too old. But, man, I I was surprised by some of the things I thought were interesting in high school. When you get into a class and you're like, I really like this. For me, I loved earth science. (laughs) That was (laughs) the I loved it. I'm like, wait, what? We didn't have astronomy in my school, too, because we were a tiny little school in Buffalo. But that would have been a baller class. I think I would have enjoyed that. So outside of hockey, is there anything people would be surprised that you're really good at? I mean, honestly, spike ball. I'm, I'd like to say that I'm pretty good at spike ball. I'm going to be honest, man. I don't know what that is. Nope. Basically, there's just a round net and you just it's two on two. You just slap oh. the ball against the net. I do know this game. I just, okay, I've seen this game. Okay, so I was in Canada, and it was my wife's best friend's wedding, and I was the I was the designated driver for the um, for the guys, so everyone else could drink, and I was you know the driver. And they all got together and played this thing, and I'm like, that's what it was. That that game's actually a blast because you're you're flipping and flopping everywhere, aren't you? Yeah, I mean it's. It gets intense. Um, Jake Jensen, another guy on our team, he's disgusting at it. (laughs) Um, I mean, he can just, I I don't even know. He's just, he can do whatever he wants and it just works for him. And I saw some of this. It's it's a pretty decent and skilled game. That's actually pretty cool. Now I know what it's called. So it's called spike ball. Yeah. Okay. 
what's what's your typical diet stanford like if you're if you're having like a cheat day are you even ever like eating a pizza like what does that look like for you i mean i'll crush a pizza just go to little caesar's get pepperoni (laughs) pizza just get the crazy all over i was gonna say he's 18 i could eat everything at 18 honestly well honest i could eat everything well into my 30s like you know at 18 man is there a diet I mean, probably more health food. Yeah, I try to stay away from all the garbage, but I mean, usually a lot of oatmeal, a lot of uh, a lot of chicken, chicken, uh, pasta, Ooh. rice, um, all the good stuff. Yeah, basically. It's it's funny because you know there's a obviously I'm in DC, so I'm a, I'm a Caps fan, but there's this ongoing kind of meme that most of the players are like, we do chicken, we do brown rice, we do vegetables, maybe we have a cheat day and do like some donuts or something. But you contrast that with Ovechkin, who famously just eats whatever he wants and, like, <laughs> will eat, like, a giant chicken parm and, like, three Cokes before a game. We, when you're a super professional athlete, you're in the NHL 10 years from now, are you going to go the brown rice and chicken direction or the chicken parm direction? Chicken parm for sure. Good. God bless America. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good call. That's a good call. Otherwise, we would have had to cut off the podcast right there. Oh, well, we're losing <laughs> We're losing connection. Sorry, Stanford. So, and sort of speak, cheat days there. Hash browns or tater tots? Um, hash browns for sure. Good call. Oh, right. I'm a tater tot it's, guy, man. Ketchup I, I like them and both. just some ketchup, some hot sauce on it. Just wolf those down. Gotta have hot sauce. Absolutely. That's that's an A plus answer, Chris. I'm good with that. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go we're gonna go down this path a little bit. We just talked about breakfast. Let's say you know Stanford, you're on the road. It's a late night. Two places are open, Waffle House and Denny's. Which one are you going to go to? I mean, honestly, I'm more of a Village Inn guy. Wow, there's a uh, Village Inn. Oh, I didn't even oh, know yeah. that was a thing anymore. In Ogden. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a couple around. Yeah. We, we had just one made, of those You just made a guy in DC very happy. No, when I was – so, so like, uh, Stanford, like, Chris and I have moved all over the place, and there is a Village Inn when I lived in Pensacola, Florida, and I thought it was just a local thing, so – I, I might have to come to Ogden now, watch a game, and go eat at the Village Inn. I love Village Inn, but, I mean, just get the VIB, get the crepes, get the, the country potatoes. That's where it's at. This VIB, by the way, if we don't get some kind of sponsorship from Village Inn at this point, like, <laughs> we, we got This thing looks incredible. Like, I am, uh, it's... You <laughs> You're know, looking stand- up Buddha? Oh, God, I'm dying over here, guys. It's like lunchtime, and I haven't eaten yet. This stuff looks great. <laughs> I want to talk about a little bit of hockey here, unless you had another food-related question, Ben. No, let's do it, man. Let's go back to hockey, because if we don't, I'm probably just going to leave and go try to make myself something. You say now that you basically play like Ford and D on, on the Mustangs right now. Is there a player you try to model yourself after? Uh, when I was playing Ford, I really liked TJ Oshie. <clears throat> he just kind of Did we like... just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, no, he just he's kind of like that rat-type player, but... He does it in more in disguise than like Tom Wilson, but he gets the job done and he puts the puck in the net. Yeah, I, I like OCM. You know, I have my two teams because I move around a lot. Caps are the other team, and even as a Caps fan, man, I can't get behind Wilson, man. I can't do it. Sorry, Ben. We, well, we we can leave that another day. What, but I will say, like, I think Oshie's a great one to model yourself after because I think players around the ring, around the league, pretty much agree he's a pretty classy dude. That said, like, he puts himself through a lot of punishment. Like, you know, Stanford looking to the future. Are you going to be that guy who's pushing and falling and getting back up all the time? Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, there, there's no question about that. As so, long as you're you're fueling yourself with that VIB at Village Inn, I think you can do it. <laughs> Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Okay. So is that is uh, TJ Oshie your favorite player? And if not, why? And who is? No, I'd have to say that Kale McCarr is my favorite player. Oh. I mean, just young guy coming in the league, and he's just putting up the numbers that he did. And obviously, favorite team. Yeah, and he's out of Boston, right? Because I had a ex coworker who played with him uh, in their high school years, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, he's he's so he was so above and beyond anyone when, and not even his high school days, because I don't know where he ended up doing anything." He's like, "But he played with him for one season." He's like, "Yeah, the guy was just ten times better than anybody in their entire hockey world." So super skilled player. Yeah, he's just. I mean, he's not the tallest guy, but he just can do big things. I understand why you'd like him. He's a excellent player. So back into the Mustangs now, who were some of your best mates on the team from last season? I mean, we had a really close uh, team in general, but uh, I spent a lot of my time hanging out with uh, Jake Jensen, Bryce Miller, um, Walker Crum, Kate Herrera, and uh, Salami, uh, uh, Lucini Salama, and then uh, Michael Heller. Yeah. All right. So if you were forced then at this point, like you guys are on the road and I don't know what the whole road procedure is though, but so you guys are on the road and they're pairing up you and one other guy in, in a room and they're like, all right, you guys got to pair up to the room. Who are you running to? Tough call. Um, plus, plus they're going to be listening to this podcast and then the yeah, other guys so are going to have their no feelings pressure. hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, or are you going to let someone pick you? There you go. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Whoever's cleanest. <laughs> good call i didn't even think about that i guess to to get one in on there like you mentioned oshi and he's famous for in you know big road games or if they're going on a long road stretch he brings his n64 to play uh, mario kart are there any like fun road traditions that you guys have had or that uh, you'd love to emulate in upcoming seasons towards the end of the season we got uh we got poker going uh just playing poker on the bus just to pass time Back when it was big, we were all playing uh, Among Us on our phones. Um, <laughs> then guys will bring their Xboxes, their Playstations. We'll just play Chell, play NBA 2K, FIFA, basically whatever we can do is just stay together. So in Among Us, is there somebody who's the most sus? You know, I can't say, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Uh... What's your recent teammates actually most surprised you with their hockey skill? Probably Cade. Um, I mean, coming out of camp, he was uh, he wasn't even signed uh, coming into training camp, and then his first game, he just um, I mean, he got our first goal of the season, and that was just his speed, his skill. I mean, he put up I think 55 points this year. He was he was phenomenal. Yeah, I was gonna say not going inside. That's amazing because. He definitely stood out on the ice this year. What is he, Californian, I think? Yeah, he's a San Jose kid. Okay. It's actually stunning to know that he actually didn't come into season signed because, yeah, definitely stood out this year. I think uh, Jack had mentioned, uh, oh, he'd mentioned the Western New York boy, Falzer, as Falzer. well. And, yeah, and because I guess he was injured to begin the season. And when he started joining you guys, it was like, who's this guy? Kind of. <laughs> but. No, it's, 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 it's cool to hear who kind of stood out throughout the season, you know whether people underestimated a player coming in or obviously players coming in during this 
during these past previous seasons and you get new faces on the team and you know nothing about them. So no, that's cool. So now you're one of the six guys that have re-signed so far, correct? I don't think anybody else yet has re-signed. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's it. What, uh, what kind of drew you back to re-sign for the Stangs? The fans really. And then being able to be at home, uh, the organization also really takes care of us. I mean, it's top notch organization. They do, the ownership does whatever they can to make sure that we're all comfortable on the road and at home. I mean, they've, they've really gone out of their way to make sure that Ogden is the place that we want to be. That's awesome. That is awesome to hear. All right. Well, I think we covered the best places to eat, I guess, other than the Village Inn. You know, if it's a Friday night, you don't have a, a practice the next day. What would you recommend that the listeners go? Uh, where Where should they eat? In, in Utah on a, on a night off with, let's say, uh, a really good date. They're, they're on a date. They're trying to impress this date. What, what do you recommend, Stanford? Depending on your price limit, Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Yep. Um, that, I mean, amazing food there. Honestly, they're, uh, what is it? They're the French onion soup. It's one of the cheapest things on the menu. <laughs> <It's amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> Their French onion soup is probably some of the best French onion soup I've ever had. Do you know when I was a kid, we we went there. It was my dad, my brother, and I went to some like party thing, and um, we we ordered a big potato to share, and then we got McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like Ruth Steakhouse, and there's a place right next door to it too. I forgot what it's called. No, they're uh. So so that's if Elon Musk comes to Utah, he's like, okay, I got, I'm just gonna make it rain. We're gonna go to Ruth's Chris. What if what if you have a more reasonable budget limit? What do you think? Um, honestly. Probably some sushi restaurant. Nice. Um, like Tsunami. Tsunami's always good. I don't really know. I don't eat out all that much. There, there you go. Like, you know why? Because you're not like us, like slowly poisoning your body. You're like, you know, I'm young. I got I to gotta last. Chris and I are like, hey, let's go pound two Chipotle burritos back to back because we're only going to live Ooh. 10 more years or whatever. Not Chipotle. <laughs> no, Chipotle. Well, Nick Dreyer, before every road trip, he gets a bowl from Chipotle. Why, Nick? Why? It, it, I feel bad for Kenny and Soto up front on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's so it's nonstop for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I'd say my, my local food. Well, I, I, Panda Express is always my advice. I tell you what, I can I can eat that anywhere. I don't care what anybody says. I accept my judgment. But when it comes to like something local to Utah, there's so many good places. There's so many good places here. It's insane. I like, of course, I'm trying to think of places that allow everybody in right now because Utah has very weird laws. You ever talked yourself up to a whole bunch of people? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, I did that. I was in North Dakota. I talked myself up about what a great goalie I was. And you got to talk yourself up. You got to hype yourself up with certain people, especially if you don't know me. You're trying to get onto a team. Well, yeah, I got onto a team, all hyped up. Everything's ready. First game, uh, they just cleared the puck. It was not even a shot on net. No one was in his own but me. They cleared the puck. I went out to the puck against the boards. The, the puck hit my stick, went between my legs towards the net and in from the boards. That happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So honestly, I didn't look anybody in the eyes. I skated back to my net. I just stared down at the ice. Proceeded to let three more quickies in. Yeah, at that point, then I, I picked my game up, and we won, uh, despite me letting four goals in. Talking myself up and then letting that in, uh, yeah, no eye contact. You you want me to one-up you there? Go for it, man. 
All right. So Stanford, let's see how much you're going to judge me for this. Uh, I, this was an office job. I was, oh, God. Uh, an office job? I was doing a pre- – that's it. Yeah, that's the end of the story. <laughs> Good night, everyone. No, I was, I was wearing a suit. I was probably like, I don't know, 23, pretty new at this job. And uh, I actually at one point um, squatted down to pick something up and didn't realize that I had completely ripped my pants all the way up through. <laughs> and I was wearing bright blue like boxer shorts with like lizards on them or something, as was the fashion. Uh, and uh, did not realize until about seven o'clock that night at dinner that that was a thing. Uh, but you know what? Like when you have situations like that, you just pick yourself up. You just keep doing your best. And uh, you reinforce the seat of your pants from now on. <laughs> what the heck is that supposed to mean? I, 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 th- I, just, I think both, I think both Stanford and I are confused. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> just that, that, the fact that we've just debased ourselves does that conjure any embarrassing story, Stanford, that you're willing to you say on the air? You don't have to share if you don't want to. <laughs> Actually, I'll give you an embarrassing one. Uh, I don't even think my parents know this, but uh, we went skating as uh, as a grade in fifth grade. We'd do that like every week, and then uh, I went down on like a lunge and just ripped my pants all the way up right through the crotch. Just <laughs> it it was it was bad. I had to go back to school with a hole up my pants. Had to go throughout the rest of the day like that, and that was pretty bad. It's it's part of becoming an adult. Like at some point in your life, you're gonna rip your pants, and you just with nothing you can do about it, you just gotta own it. I try to think of a good pants ripping story. I know I've done it. I just you had those military uniforms which had extra give. I think they had to give extra give. <laughs> You're always roughing up and stuff. No, I mean I just I don't know. I, I, there was one time I, I was supposed to be dead because you know it's a simulation, and they they dragged me out of the the Humvee. <laughs> And like, well, they come, they attack you, right? You're training. And they're like, you're dead. You're alive, but you're screaming. So start swinging at everybody. Like they give you scares, right? Um, and because they put you in these chaos situations, they walked with me. They're like, you're knocked out cold. It's like, okay, cool. And the, the other people come up and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm out cold. They're like, okay. So they're dragging me out. Right. And it's, 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 we're, we're training in Jersey. Ugh. And it's raining and we're out there and they drag me through like puddle after puddle. Like my pants are starting to slide down and I'm yanking my <laughs> pants back up and I'm like, they're, they're dragging me through all this water. And I'm like, guys, I'm knocked out, not dead. I gotta get, I gotta wear this uniform the rest of the day. <laughs> like I was so angry. I was so angry, but yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's embarrassing, but it wasn't comfortable. <laughs> you know? I, I, I got, I got one more, one more question that just occurred to me too. Okay, go for it. This will be so, our wrap-up question. This is our Stanford. Um, obviously, very famous school in California. Your family's from uh, Utah, it seems like. Is that a family name, or is there a story behind it? Uh, yeah, it was my uh, my great-grandfather's middle name. Um, his first name was Barnett, but my mom refused to name me that because she didn't want me to be called Barney. So, <laughs> yeah, I got Stanford. I, I like it a lot better than Barnett. That's just me. Yeah, I I wouldn't <laughs> want to be called Barney. So no, and parents got to think purple about purple dinosaur. <laughs> oh God, can you imagine? Oh, now I know what we might wear next season. No <laughs> joke. But no, we we do appreciate you jumping on this podcast, Stanford. 
Uh, it's been a blast to talk to you. I'm hoping you've had as much fun as we have. Yeah. I mean, it's been great. That said, we want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Pigeon Hockey, this was Stanford, Ben, and Chris. Village Inn, I'm waiting for my breakfast. Yeah, and a little bit of sponsorship. Officially sponsored by Village Inn. We would love to say that on the next podcast, Village Inn. But that said, thank you all for tuning in. This is Pigeon Hockey, and we'll catch you next time.